Hello and welcome back to Safe Space with Jules. And as always, I'm Jules and this is the 11th episode. And boy oh boy has it been a while. I feel like I keep saying that. Um <laughs> I really wanted this to be like a more regular thing that I made these episodes. But um yeah. It, it just, you know, life. And I uh, recently asked on my Instagram, if you don't follow me there already, you just go to Safe Space with Jules, no, um, like just in all, all in one word, and you'll find me on Instagram. And I asked you guys what you wanted to hear from me next. I gave you two options. The first one was like an update on my life. Um, and the second one was my research on ADD. And surprisingly, it was a 50-50. Like, you wanted to hear both, really. Um, so, that's really exciting. I'm glad to know that you guys are even interested in, in those two, um, options. So, yeah. I, uh... I wanted to to start off with a update on how things are going and what's been happening. And then I'm going to talk a bit about ADD as well because it's very relevant to what's been happening, basically. So, yeah, without further ado, let's just get right into the episode, shall we? Roll the track. Getting in the way if everything I give makes you want me I'm so sorry don't let me down easy if all my life for you makes you not want me to find somebody else alright so um, it's been like two months <laughs> since I posted anything uh, or since my last episode and um, I will say thank you so much for the support that I got on that episode. That was really lovely. Um, it was it was a very um, emotional episode, I guess. But everything is emotional with me, I feel like, in some way or another. Even on the days where, or the periods of times where I'm completely numb and I feel no emotions, then it's kind of emotional as well. But, um, but yeah, so the past two months, there's a lot that has been happening. I have moved, finally, and I've been living in this new apartment in this new city for just over a month, and I love the place. I love my roommate. Um, everything on that part uh, or in that area is going really well, so that's really lovely, and it's also definitely helped me um just having another human being um in my life on a day-to-day -day basis cuz i've i've talked about it before but i i literally isolated myself for a year um i hadn't been at my parents house for like 6 months until i went there in order to help um or to get some help with the moving process so, 
I mean, they, they had, you know, my mom had, had stopped by and, and stuff, but I hadn't been, like, I haven't, I hadn't left my apartment or, like, the city I lived in in, like, a five-kilometer, like, radius for a year. And that was not good. <laughs> and obviously, a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's a global pandemic. Um, we weren't allowed to go anywhere. We were sort of informed to stay inside as much as possible and then not hang out with people if we could. And I just took that very, very seriously. Um, and although it definitely took a big toll on my mental state, I don't regret it because I, uh, knock on wood, haven't gotten the virus. And in two days, I'm getting my first shot of the vaccine. Um, and, you know, that's really exciting. Uh, things are looking, looking good on, on that front. Um, so yeah. But anyways, I moved and that's been a lot. Um, it's a lot of change. I talked to a, a very good friend of mine who was saying like, moving is just a lot in its own and having issues mentally, having some type of depressive state going on as well as having to deal to, to deal with final or not finals exams um in university is just a lot so no wonder i felt burnout but um but now we've moved we've settled in pretty much um i did my exams i managed to pass all of my exams this semester which I did not expect in the slightest since I <laughs> was barely there um, university has been sort of in a way the least on my mind and also the most on my mind because I've had no motivation and no n sort of passion for it but at the same time I constantly f have been feeling guilty for not doing more and I think a lot of students in general can, can relate to that um, because of corona and, and sort of the lockdown. But I passed all my exams, so that means I don't have to do any re-exams this summer, which is amazing. I now, because we live in Denmark, I have um, an extremely long summer break. I don't start school again until September, which is lovely. And... Um, I I also uh took the courage it it I needed to uh to actually go and see uh my new doctor that I've gotten uh since I moved and told her straight up that I'm not doing well and that I need help. Um and what she could do for me is I'm going to have an EKG. I don't know if that's what it's called in English as well. That's what it's called in Danish um, which is basically like a test to to show your heart rhythm to see if there's any issues with your heart rhythm and then I'm gonna get uh, a blood test taken as well and that's gonna be tomorrow morning and I am petrified of that I do not like the idea of getting my blood taken I'm not um, f afraid of needles at all I mean I have a lot of tattoos to show it but, um, I don't know, I just get a bit lightheaded when I see too much blood. 
but it's going to be fine. I've done it before, um, and I know it's important to have those uh, tests done. And then next week, again, I will um, meet with my doctor to look over the tests, and um, I also answered to, uh, what do you call it, like, um, questionnaires? I don't know. <laughs> you don't call them, like, schedules. What is English? I don't know. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. I'm all over the place, and my language uh, is not good. So I apologize. But I, I answered a bunch of questions about my anxiety and my depression. Um, and we're going to look over that as well. Um, and then I got her to make me a referral to the psychiatric department. And that referral works in the entire country, which is amazing. And now my task is, before I see her again next week, to, s to sort of contact and find someone who will um, start up a sort of program with me. To f like sort of an investigation to figure out what's going on. Um... And she told me that the city I moved to now, that I live in now, there is a waiting list of uh, up to 22 months, which is just ridiculous. Um, I mean, it's a bigger city that I moved to, so in, on, like I, I get that it's, it's going to be more difficult than where I lived before. But 22 months is literally two years, almost. Um, and I don't want to wait two years until I get things checked out, you know? Um, so that's why it's a good thing that the referral is also for other cities in the country. So I'm going to write to other cities as well and just ask them, like, how long is the waiting period? When can I start? And the thing I need to do with psychiatric um, is not only figure out if I'm on the right medication, because my medication has definitely fucked me up <laughs> in a way um apparently the the medication that i'm on which is called citalopram that is sort of a starter medicine um or starter antidepressants and you get them in the beginning of your sort of uh treatment and then you have conversations with your doctor to figure out what to do next like how to go forward um you're not necessarily supposed to be on them for a long time and i've been on them for a month uh, not a month and a half a year and a half um and i don't think that they're working the way they're supposed to be furthermore i do not believe that i'm being treated for the things that is that are actually wrong so i um a, over a year ago I looked into the diagnosis ADD. And ADD is basically the same thing as ADHD, what, but without the H, which means the hyperactivity. It also means that normally when you know that, or, or normally you know with, with people who have ADHD, they, um, as I said, they have the hyperactivity and they react outwards. Whereas if you have ADD, you still have hyper hyperactivity, but it's more so in your head than it is outside and with um, 
sort of with your body. It's more in your head and your thoughts. And I, um, I'm like 85% sure that I have ADD. Um, and I thought that maybe it would be interesting for you guys to hear what the sort of the symptoms of ADD are, um, what they include. And we can talk a little bit about the, the difference between ADHD and ADD. And then, um, yeah, I know I find it really interesting. And I also find it um, like this is the next step I need to take. Because if I do have ADD, then I will be able to get that diagnosis. And I will be able to finally not think that I am broken. And finally think that I am not... Um, Finally think that I'm not broken. Finally think that I'm not stupid and lazy. As I've been told my entire life. Um, because that's also one of the big things. That um, has been, been an issue. Is um, my lack of motivation in general. And my lack of, of ability to start things. And to get tasks done. And... It's never been like, oh, I just don't want to do it. Because I do. I just feel like I have this big like wall against me that's paralyzing me and telling me I can't do it. Um, so yeah, it would be a great relief to... Even if I don't get the diagnosis, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot from it. Um, maybe get some tactics al along the way. But I'm... The the only reason why I didn't go through with, with figuring it out sooner um, when I was in contact with the psychiatric department back where I used to live was because I had a family member um, shutting it down immediately, telling me that there was no way that that was it. Um, and that I just had like childhood trauma and that's why things were the way they were. Um, and I decided to listen to that family member, even though they have absolutely no experience or medical proficiency. Um, and I woke up <laughs> a few, like a month ago and realized I should not take medical uh, advice from people who are not in the medical <laughs> field, you know. So I'm gonna I'm going to push for it this time. But yeah, some of the symptoms of uh, ADD is being easily distracted, difficulty following directions, difficulty staying on tasks, forgetfulness, losing personal items such as keys or books, not paying attention to details, problems staying organized, short attention span. And I mean, these are just some of them. And those are very like, those are the very common ones. And I think from what I've learned and from what I've read about the, the diagnosis is that it's a lot about um, just always feeling like you're like t three steps behind everyone else. And you know that you're like you want to perform like they perform the people around you but you're some but something is not clicking something is not making you push through 
that sort of wall that I guess everyone can can feel at some point. And it's a lot about um, it's a lot about time as well being completely um, unaware of of time and being almost time optimistic in thinking that <laughs> you can get a million things done in a day and you end up not even getting the list written down of the things you needed to get done. And it's about either, um, it's about showing up <laughs> insanely late because you thought you could, you could be there in time for your appointment or for your school or for your job or whatever. Um, and it's just in general about like, just always not being capable of, 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 of figuring out time and it just that is like one of the biggest things for me as well i have no fucking idea <laughs> i struggle so much it's the same way with me and struggling how to find my way in terms of um like geography and like using a gps and like using a map and stuff like i have no clue i will just go in circles because i get overwhelmed and i get confused very very easily because I have a million <laughs> thoughts a minute that are just fucking raising to to try and tell my brain um, to listen to it. And what I first thought when I saw that it, it's common for people with ADD and ADHD to show up late to things, I was like, but I usually show up like way earlier. And then I realized that, um, and I, I looked more into it, a lot of people who have ADD or ADHD, uh, especially those who go undiagnosed for a long time, they develop um, sort of, uh, they develop other diagnoses, um, such as depression and anxiety. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe that's me. Because my anxiety makes it so that I will literally show up an hour early. Just so I'm sure that I'll be there. Uh, because the thought of being late is terrifying. Because I don't want to be unprofessional. I don't want to be deemed as lazy. Because I was used to being that when I was a kid. Um, I was used to sleeping over my alarm and not getting ready for school. I was used to spending too long on a task. Even though I was told to only spend five minutes on this one and then move on to the next. I would get hyper-focused on something and just completely lose track of time. Um, and that happens still. But it's definitely inflicted a lot with my anxiety disorder as well. Um, and it's just... There's just so many things that seem very mundane and very normal to everybody else that are just a nightmare to me. And I think one of, I saw a documentary about um, a woman in her early 40s who got her ADD diagnosis at 40, um, as well as a, a younger um, woman who was about 22, I think, who also had um, the ADD diagnosis. And they were talking about how um, how difficult it is to go grocery shopping. And I, I f felt like laughing because that is me i am um, not sure if i've talked about it on the podcast before but i will literally 
end up spending two hours in grocery stores because I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm getting and I get distracted so easily. Um, and even I'm aware that it's, it, it would be easier to write down a grocery list and just only go for that. But my God, I wish it was that easy because then I would just do it, you know, but when I do end up remembering to write down the list, I forget the list, you know, and then if I do remember the list, I will get distracted anyway. Um, because then there will be more people than I was in expecting, or maybe then there will be a smell at the store that I wasn't expecting, and that's going to throw me off. Like, there's so many things that makes grocery shopping a fucking nightmare. Um, and it takes so long. <laughs> and it's just a waste of time, and it's a waste of my energy, and it's it's things like that that might seem like a, a small thing, but it's huge. Because imagine every single time you had to go grocery shopping that you spend two hours doing it. Two hours every single time. That's a lot of hours. And it's not only grocery shopping, you know? Like, it's 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 pretty much everything in my life that's in, impacted by being so easily distracted. I get bored incredibly easy i also have in like i'm so bad at controlling my my emotions regulating my emotions i will hyper focus which is another huge thing for people with add um and i will end up just spending five hours doing one thing and forgetting that the world outside exists and i won't even think i will think that maybe 20 minute minutes passed by but it's five hours and it's it's unnerving in a lot of ways because I feel like my days are just slipping from me. And then I have issues with falling asleep <laughs> because of my meds, I think, and also just because my thoughts are raising. And it's it's weird because ADD or ADHD is something you're born with. It's usually something you inherit or you can get it if you were um, born too soon. And it's usually also, like, in order to get the diagnosis, you will have to have had um, symptoms in your upbringing from when you were a child. And when I look back at my school years, um, from when I was, like, 5 to 15, the signs are clearly there. Because even though I wasn't as hyperactive as you see people with ADHD usually are. I definitely did have the hyperactive part of me as well. Uh, sometimes I get bursts of energy at random times during the day or evening, and I cannot stop. Um, I will just talk and talk and talk. I will start making a lot of noises. I will not be able to sit still. I will think, okay, now it's the time I uh, do the 20 things I was... I thought I could do today. I'll do it to like at 3 a.m. Uh, and wake up everybody in the house. Like, and in school as well. Like, I would get bored so easily. I usually were able to sort of pay attention if I was doing multiple things at once. If I was listening to the teacher as well as doodling on the paper or something like that, I might be able to pay attention. But otherwise, it was really difficult. 
and I um I also found that I was um which is it's another huge huge um thing about people with ADD and ADHD is we're very interest motivated. So we're very good at getting things done and being motivated when it's something that we're interested in. And that can sound <laughs> really bad in a way because that means that if we're not interested, we won't do it. And that's literally what's happening. Um at least in my case. Um, cause in school I didn't want to do math. I didn't want to do chemistry and physics and stuff like that. Cause I was shit at it and it didn't interest me at all. Whereas when it was English class, I would pay attention, you know, because that interested me. Um, but most of all, like recess was my favorite thing because then I could get to like, get some steam out. I could hang out. I could talk. I could laugh. I could move my body around. Um, and yeah i i've only been kicked out of class a few times but that was because i couldn't stop laughing and that's another thing i can't control that um and sometimes it, when i remember when i was a kid i i would love to push buttons on people because i wanted some sort of happening i wanted something to happen because i was bored out of my mind and that's not to say that i was smart enough for the classes to be boring because i already knew the stuff no 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 i literally just was there was some a few things that i found really interesting and all the other things i didn't and the things that i didn't i couldn't be there you know like present um and that slowly made me think that i was also in extremely unintelligent and just basically stupid and unworthy and lazy because I didn't do the things that I was supposed to do. And I couldn't stick to one sport, for example. I used to go to, like, gymnastics, swimming class, uh, handball. I used to do, um, like, the jump gymnastics where you use trampolines and stuff. I went to, I used to go to karate. Like, <laughs> I did so many things. And I could never stick it because I got bored. And that's another huge thing um, for people with ADD and ADHD. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult to, to finish what we start. Um, I've always been very envious of, of people who just find one thing and just go with it for like their entire life. Like I have my roommate has been a football girl her entire life and she loves football. She's always played football. She's been coaching it. She's, she knows, she, she looks, she watches the games, like everything. And I've always admired her passion for it because I've never really felt the passion with anything in terms of that. At least not one that lasted very long. I think the only thing I've probably been passionate about has been like, music but that's not even like playing music or singing or whatever i've just been passionate about listening to it and and i guess continuing to find new songs and and bands and stuff but i don't even know if that's if you can count that as a passion um but music has definitely been one of the tools that i've found help me in in a lot of ways uh sort of a coping mechanism but but anyway like <sighs> I feel like I'm just rambling on without uh, any plot or any system. 
which could lead me to the next point. Another big thing uh, in terms of, of recovery and in terms of of regulating your ADD or ADHD, because it's not something that can be cured. As I said, it's something you're born with. Is a It's a neurological disorder, so it's in your brain. Um, you can get meds for it, and you can get strategies and tools, basically. And one of those tools is uh, routine, which is funny because normally people with ADD and ADHD hate routine. And they will despise whoever makes the routine, even if it's themselves. And boy, oh boy, do I <laughs> relate to that. Um, <clears throat> but it's funny because I've, um, when I look back at my life, I think about the times where, like, school has always been an issue for me. Because even though, um, like, th there was a system, there was a routine. I had to get up every morning because there was classes from 8 in the morning until, what, 3 or 4, and you go home. And, like, and all of that. But I've never had enough interest to keep it going. And I also did grow up with a childhood where there wasn't always... Like, it wasn't set that every night at 6, a 6 in the morning, 6 p.m., I, sorry, um, there was going to be food on the table and we were going to eat dinner together as a family or seven or whatever. There wasn't any routine really when I got home, which meant that I could just do whatever the heck I wanted, which was usually nothing. Um, and I would just get, you know, completely sucked into the world of YouTube and stuff like that because at least then I had something to do. Um... But when I then think about, well, what about my work experience? Um, when I've had full-time jobs, I've been really good at them. Like, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I've been really good at them and, and keeping them. The problem, the, but the th pattern I do find is that around <laughs> the six-month mark of me being at a um, full-time job, I quit. <laughs> you know, I find, I, I get bored and I will do some, want to do something else. But... My first full-time job was in England at a at a boarding school. And even though it was stressful and it was long hours and we did not get paid enough and the food was horrible and we lived in like a in an old like barn thing with mice and stuff. <laughs> I always make it sound like it was the worst thing ever. I it was a great experience for me. And yeah, there was drama, there was stress, whatever. But in my head, like mentally, it was one of the, like, I was feeling very clear in my head. Because there was routine, you know? Like, I hate to, to admit the fact that I need routine, but I do. Because I would wake up at like 6.40, go to work at 7, and at 8.30 we would eat breakfast, and then we would go work again at 9, and then at 12 we would get lunch, and at 1 we would clear up after the lunch and then we will we would have a break and then I think it was around like 5 or something or 5.30 we would work again for the the dinner shift at the school and, and help serve the food and clean up after the food and clear up everything and then we would go to bed and then we'd do that every single day, you know? And, and yeah, 
I mean, it was tough and there was a lot of challenges, but <laughs> I thrived in a lot of ways. And I pushed myself in a lot of ways and I could I could see myself getting a lot more done than I thought I could ever do, even though I was absolutely knackered every time I I was done with a full work week, you know? And it was the same when I came home and did um or when I then went to to Belfast uh, for six months and worked for PayPal. Because then, again, it was the same. Like, I worked Monday to Friday. Sometimes I would take weekend shifts as well. But I would work from, you know, the same from 8 until 5 every single day. And I, will have, I would have um, breaks around the same time every single day. And I would go home and I would eat dinner around the same time every single day. And, like... That just made everything clear in my head because things were already mapped out. So I didn't have a huge block of time that I needed to occupy with something because that's when I go into stalemate because I have too many things I want to do as well as I have nothing I want to do at the same time. And I just stand still <laughs> for like five hours or go to the grocery store for five hours, you know? Um, and... I've realized, uh, which is also a project of mine this summer, is that I can't just have a full-time job for the rest of my life in order to live a good life. Because then that job will give me the, the routine that I need. I will have to find a way to make my own routine and stick with it. And just the thought of it makes me want to crumble and go to bed because <laughs> I know it's going to be such much like it's going to be a lot of work it's going to be difficult and it's so much easier to just stay in bed especially when you're not overall feeling great but I know I need the routine I know I need to find a way to get up at the same time around the same time every morning go to bed same time every night and I need to stop um, saying that it's okay that I just stay up until 3 a.m. and I don't wake up until 11 because you know whatever because I have to remind myself no Jules not whatever you might have ADD and even if you don't get the diagnosis you know you have issues with with not having a routine and having to figure things out on your own and you have an, problems with with time and 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 figuring out how to use your time correctly. So no. Get that routine shit together. Even if it's going to take. <laughs> the rest of your life to do so. Because I want to live better. I want to live better. I want to have more energy. Because um, like. I remember when I. I had another job here in Denmark. A full time job as well. Where I went. I got up at 5am every morning. My shift started at six and I was off at two and that was a, it was a cleaning job. Um, it was like industrial cleaning and it was, it was hard work. Um, I usually was really tired after it, but at the same time I had enough energy to go, um, drive back home, go to the gym for two hours and then go home, shower and then cook food, you know, and still have time in the evening to like watch a tv show or 
read a bit in a book or something like i would actually have more energy during the day because i had spent so much time of the day already with something that i know or that i knew that i had to do and this might be just like a duh a moment for everyone listening and that's fine um i guess i'm using this for my own as my own pep talk um but yeah it's been a big discovery that even i'm not trying to self-diagnose but at the same time there's so much research available on the internet about these things and if i can relate so much to it then even if i can't get a full diagnosis i'm still gonna try and look up um tips and tricks and tools that people with the diagnosis use because maybe they will apply to me and help me because that's the goal here you know the goal is to get better and feel better because otherwise i will end up in a depressive slump and then i don't know what's gonna happen and i don't want to end up there because i'm still young and there's still more life to live you know so anyway I just looked at the time and it's almost 40 minutes that I've just blabbered on about nothing really so I'm gonna stop talking now um and I guess this wasn't necessarily so much of an update as and it was more about talking about ADD but I feel like that's fine I don't have much to update anyway, except that I've been feeling shitty and <laughs> I'm trying my best. Um, and I think we all are. But yeah, uh, just gonna take it one day at a time. And if I can't manage to do that, uh, one hour at a time. And if that's too hard too, I'm gonna take one minute at a time. Because... As long as you don't give up, you're doing it, you know? Even on the days where it feels like fucking shit. <laughs> Sorry, my... Pardon my French, or whatever you say. Pardon my unstructured episodes. But hey, it seems to work. You are listening to it, at least. <laughs> so that's good. I hope that you enjoy me being completely honest and vulnerable about my, you know, existence. Um, my failures and my sometimes victories. And then, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I guess the last thing I want to say before I end off is that if it, when it pours rain outside... And I mean pour, as in if you walk outside, you're drenched in like five seconds. Please, for the love of God, go outside and feel the rain. It is spectacular. I've done that the last two times. It, it's been pouring ever since I moved here. And it's magical. It's another thing that I know that I need more of. Is It's the outside. The connection with the, th with the earth. <laughs> with nature. Because you connect with your body in that way too. And, and for a person who is already a fucking race car on crack <laughs> in their head. 
Um, sometimes getting out of the head is nice. So yeah, more of that in the future for sure. Anyways, I hope that this um, was at least entertaining. Um, and at most educational or eye-opening or something. I don't know. Um, and I will try to be back a bit sooner <laughs> next time hopefully with some updates on on how things are going um perhaps i should update you all with with things i'm doing in regards to um living a life with uh attention deficit disorder even though i don't have the disorder yet or i haven't gotten a diagnosis yet but we're all a little bit self-diagnosing anyway. And I don't I don't want it as an excuse. I don't want the diagnosis an, as an excuse. Say, see, this is why everything's fucked up. Now I'm going to go back to bed. That's not it. I want it. I, I'm searching for it in because if I get it, then maybe I can take a breath. And maybe I can feel... Like, maybe it wasn't all my fault. And maybe I couldn't have done everything differently. And maybe I did just try my fucking best. And that's enough, you know? I think that's the... That's the goal. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for interacting with me on Instagram. Um, and as always, if you want to reach me, go to Safe Space with Jules on Instagram or safe space with jewels at gmail.com to send me an email and follow me on Instagram to also get updates if I ever um, post about um, you know episodes and, and stuff like that don't miss out um, and I'm gonna try and be more uh, I'm gonna try and, and be better at you know getting uploads in because I do enjoy it it's nice just sitting and talking, you know? Uh, <laughs> but it's nice um, because I know there's a, there's a audience for it as well. And there's feedback. And I appreciate that hell of a lot. So, yeah. Um, until next time, I hope you take care of yourself. I hope you have a wonderful summer. Um, I hope the heat is not too bad. Uh, and in my case, I can't wait for autumn. <laughs> But yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening, and I will hear from you later. Bye now.